0: Coming into your mind like a ray of cosmic revelation, smashing through the mainstream like a comet of prophecy. Lords and ladies, welcome to my show. Tonight's podcast, Cytocracy. Or technocracy, everyone has an agenda. Ulterior motives, placing my trust neither up nor down, left or right, for I am, by my nature, a dark romantic of the night. Erdoktor von Verlach. As a rather deviant pursuit from whatever the norm, and I gruntingly invite you to join me in this train of thought tonight. So, without further ado, let us begin. Mainly, there are conflicting views on what is good infrastructure. On the right hand we are presented with a rather convincing narrative of some conviction that the far left believes infrastructure is primarily a social concern. Um, for instance, whether or not we should have sex changes in the military. While there are some rather very real issues such as dumping fresh water into the ocean and investing taxpayer money into a speed train. But I'm going to touch back on that concept of dumping fresh water in the ocean in a moment, so give me a second to catch up on that. As we all very well know, big tech produces billions of dollars, saw bucks kitties, but on the flip side, an overlooked and undervalued sector such as agriculture could balance the difference for the state of California should business in the tech industry take a nosedive during downtrend in business cycles. That's just basic logic, right? By the same token, we have on the left hand a disgruntled perspective of the average conservative being a partner in crime with the Aryan nation. White supremacy and these subcultural values must be in bed with the evangelicals and that all Christians somehow are evil, gung-ho, narcissists, and so on. Of course, this entire political theater is utterly absurd. On both sides. As they say in Chinese, shagwa, or pardon my poor Russian, duraike, or duraike. And by the way, the water, getting back to that purportedly being dumped into the ocean, sounds very dramatic from a one sided story, does it not? Is probably. The dam water being spilled over into the Bay Area that the right side of the story has been speaking of. That information, FYI, is perhaps a little misleading when it makes right-wing headlines. Because most of that water comes from dams which remain partially full to avoid flooding during winter storms. A proposed solution, however, to this problem has been presented as smart weather forecasting, which could aid in determining where and if water needs to be dumped or drained or no action required at all. Thus, we arrive at the understanding of our times that proper use of data from our more advanced satellite systems that's why we launched them you know the ones that can see straight through clouds they just kind of omit clouds being there at all great weather satellites is indeed a better informed decision making tool than mere assumptions about potential winter storms. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to balance both sides of the equation. My point here is a transformation from past patterns of thinking and decision-making behavior into a more technically informed and possibly far more accurate as possible, interpretation of data followed in suit by a pragmatic,
1: techno-friendly, policy-making
0: collective or establishment. So here we are in the new age, some of us wishing we were dead, as the old subhuman song goes. Very dramatic, yes. Oh, don't feel so glum. The boomers used to say, As I say, not as I do. And the Gen X said, It's the end of the world as we know it. But for us we must think. In completely different terms now, because none of these fools in the world of Politico, or even the yellow journalist drama freaks are going to do us much good in the grand scheme of things. Do we have problems? Yes. But let us consider information
1: upon accurately
0: interpreting data. As I often remind my students in psionic magic, one needs to stop thinking as the multitude. Very bad habit. And instead set one's focus on those things which, with which one can work with and get things done. Cryptocurrency, learning about your alternative energy options, Investing in
1: land,
0: metals, water. Idealism and wish fancy are for the masses. Oh, yes, I am aware my audience is perhaps rather a narrow fraction of any given population in any region. I'm not offended by this. If the few, heed the call of Vrlok, then the message is perhaps more likely sound and worthwhile, giving a respective ear, followed by independent contemplation as to how and in what way the wisdom of these particular methods and psionic means, seasoned with a pinch of Vrloch philosophy, might be applied for one's own endeavors. So then let us give reason to melody here, and discard the noise of which regularly accompanies disruptive innovation, which is always in conflict with unfriendly or uncooperative policy makers and their fruitless cousins, the lobbyist. Right, so putting the lid back on the sewer drain, let us return to vessels of wisdom and don our visage of empowered individuality and independent thinking one being of expression and the other
1: of self-discipline as a matter of course.
0: Perhaps the fall of one empire and the rise of another is inevitable in some books. But what if the collapse of the global entity were to entirely wipe the slate clean for generations to come, consider what it could mean to have all possible materials readily, instantaneously manufactured in a near, well, near instantaneous time with the establishment of a well-thought-through technical system the simplification of the actual needs in life, and perhaps what desired pleasures could be afforded would, in summary, be better proposal for a brand new system for all societies. The key is the critical thinking of such considerations as conjectures, like in what circumstances would any given plan not work? Or system, for that matter. Factoring this in early on does indeed make the focus of psionics that much simpler than going at the grind head-on. See, most um traditional... Wizards, witches, and magicians think in terms of combat. Our side has to win. Oh yeah? Well, what we have always been up against is the bare truth buried under the hood of fancy, flashy idealism and assumptions about human nature. In truth, the world is has been in a state of conflict between the smart and the stupid. It is a matter of making conditions available to satisfy a wide scope of personality types or walks of life, capabilities, lack thereof. But more than this is the ultimate realization. And that realization is that Pragmatism must allow for errors, which are rewarding in some way, as opposed to being categorized as correctable traits. Talents, which do not contribute to the overall direction of a much needed new society, can be released into a variety of time vacuums, such as World of Warcraft or online karaoke, or gambling dispensary diversions for the most lowly and unworkable bipeds who derail our plans and run amok in our cities. Sure, certainly. Keep them occupied. Androids and robotics and drones can take care of them. Our goal as psionicists should be the preserving of our cognitive faculties while pushing forward with advancement into newer directions of biomechatronic existence and an open realization of the fruits of transcendence into the digi-realism, which could and should one day become available to us in order to further evolve ourselves and explore the wondrous aspects of both super-science and sorcery. And of course I might be speaking for myself, but if I might divulge just for a second, let me derail my thoughts for a moment. I had been thinking of my grandfather. Prior to,
1: prior to doing this podcast. One of
0: the things I thought back of in time, before his passing, was that our rights as Americans, I, I understand freedom, and uh, particularly freedom of expression. But I think a lot of our freedoms have also come at, at times possibly at the expense of others. Yeah, we can pop open a Budweiser, sit on our sofa in a house, watching football. Other people in, in different countries have to wait 12, 15 years to get their name on a list so that they might have an opportunity to buy a house. And I'm not saying that it's our responsibility To make sure that people on, you know, in other countries should be able to have the same privileges that we do. But wouldn't it be nice? And what if it were actually feasible to make this possible worldwide? That people could have the things that they so desperately need.
1: Do you think the. Blockchain technology
0: could work for more than just simply a monetary system, a health system, uh I don't know legal system, not 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 my favorite system right there. yeah, you know, I'm being a psionic outlaw, but there's a lot that these technologies can do if they're sort of guided in the right direction. Just a thought. There are myriad beliefs of falsehood which hold us back from uber-achievement. For instance, the commoner's belief that money is the root of all evil. Oh, wait, I stand corrected. The love of money is the root of all evil. Well, you say tomato, I say tomato. Rather, it should be imperative for us to quickly arrive at the understanding that money has ever existed to both nurture and protect the individual and his loved ones, as well as keep a society intact. And by extension, a great achievement to date is that an entire planet is nearly approaching fair ground and equilibrium, and what we may refer to as a parallel financial system and a decentralized economy. This accomplishment is overlooked by the book Burning Children of Delight. Sorry for naming names and equally misinterpreted by the socialist of the state likewise. I know, we all think that we're right. I'm willing to at least consider that I might be wrong or mistaken. I think that technology, as I've already pointed out, with accurate and good interpretation of data, is really the key to our survival in the long run as a species. It is not our job, however, to convince anyone of these truths Uh, for those who need convincing are unworthy of the pursuit of sciatic philosophy, and the power of which technomancy brings us. I know I have great friends who tell me not to disclude anyone. And I don't. I'm simply telling you that if you're not prepared
1: for the truth, you're not ready for psionics.
0: Come back when you are. We may rejoice for a few moments of the overall accomplishments of global inclusion, success of global projects, but then, of course, there ever can be no rest for the fulfillment of Verloc's vision of the future. So it is my vision? Well, I will gradually open you to my ultimate view of the world circuit in my psionics club. At the moment, you must determine what is important for yourself. To arrive at any conclusive starting point, To begin your own path through the new world, you may elect to work with servitors, magical facilitators, or even disembodied personalities of past generations who have perhaps more experience or greater abilities which can aid you in your personal quest in life or life overall. I do so provide many of these occult and esoteric realizations, along with the technical know-how, overall methodology of psionics, with a proven track record for successful operations. Visit my shop at vrlockcom slash shop and embark on a new journey toward personal success and study my methods which will give you insights into the new world as a positive prospect and not the alarmist wet dream of a doom and gloom tyrannical reich or a 1984 Orwellian nightmare. Such outcomes are yours to choose with the power of your mind, your imagination, and skills in psionic magic. And... If you are ready, you may consider applying to join my club at Verloc.club for paid instruction in bi-weekly philosophy and, of course, my methodology. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes tonight's Merry Gathering in Cyberland. Thank you for joining me tonight on Planet Verloc's Annex Podcast and do come again. Until next time... As always, always, keep the magic high. This is Air Dr. Bonvrolock. Signing out.